Blog Talk Radio. This is Halo Berserk with Red Eye Music, and you're now listening to Viva Fidel Revolutionary Radio. Right, 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 right. What's going on, Will? This is Viva Fidel. Checking in again. Gotta get some things done. We all will hit you. It's a great time. You make sure you check out the archive episodes. Check out the previous guests that we done had on the show. It's a month that we announce that each and every time. Because you'll be surprised each and every time. I guarantee that. There's a lot going on. There's a lot going on around here. I tell you that too. Sit over here breaking bread. You can't bog your head too hard right now. There's a lot going on. We have to make sure that um, we're going to bring another powerful, powerful connection with you today. It's no exception. We always want to connect you with different comrades from all over the globe, update you in different ways, bringing solutions to the table. So you can find out what's really going on in your area, you know, in my area, and it don't matter. Um, a lot of times what we find out is the solutions is just as common as the problems, you understand? So we just got to be able to communicate more solutions than the problems get this shit right. You know what I mean? It really ain't um beyond us to get it right for us. You know what I mean? We got we gotta do it from within. And um that's that's part of the reason why we even do this whole platform. I don't even really get off into it too much. Y'all already know. I'm already excited about tonight and it's gonna be a great conversation once again, once again. I'm gonna drop something on y'all just so y'all always remember. Matter of fact, we ain't even gonna do that to you like that. We ain't even gonna do that to you like that. We ain't even gonna do that to you like that. We're gonna get right into it. We're gonna get right right into it. We have tonight on the show, if you tuned in, you can listen and learn. You can also call in 347-324-3221. It's going global. It's a lot of conversation, a lot of feedback. So, you know what I'm saying? I say, you know what, I'm gonna speed up a little bit and we got a lot of great guests coming up for you and tonight. It is no exception, like I said. So get the pens and your pencils and all that good stuff out. Do me a favor and welcome our guest, Brother Cesar Cruz, founder, co-founder of the Homies Empowerment, also author and uh, educator and a lot more. I'm learning fast, right away. Um, introduce yourself to the people, man, and let them know who you are and what you do. Well, many blessings, family. It's a real honor to be on the radio. It's a real honor uh, to be speaking with you, and I'm just I'm humbled by the opportunity and just thankful. Okay, brother. Uh, tell tell us a little bit about your organization, right quick, um, and what and, and kind of like how you got involved in everything. In a nutshell, you know we've had gangs for a long time, and and we call gangs second family units. And so everybody's trying to talk about stop the violence and stop gangs. We're not about that. We're about family empowerment. We understand that gangs are a second family to many people, and so we're about developing these second families to be strong. There was a time when the Young Lords, the Black Panther Party, the Brown Berets were called gangs, but it's, it's, we're trying to teach young people about banging for freedom, about how to stand up um, against the police, against injustice, against poverty, and for themselves and for their education and for knowledge itself. So we work 
primarily with Norteños in Northern California, and we also work with another gang called Border Brothers. Sureños are not as big in Northern Cali, but what we're trying to do is bring them together, teach them their history. Uh, we have these things called homies dinners where you got young homies breaking bread together, learning history together, and nobody's killing each other. Um, it's not always smooth. It's not always perfect, but it is really empowering to see young people wanting to turn it around. And when you can turn around gangsters and gangsters are willing to fight for freedom, in, in Oakland, California, we say it's cookies. And what that means is is done. Once people are willing to stand up for freedom, they can be victorious, and that's what we're about. So, you know, let's back up a little bit. That's 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 a heavy introduction for the people that just not tuning in, that didn't hear it right now on Viva Fidel Revolutionary Radio. We have a, a very special guest doing some very special work on the ground. Tell us how you got involved in this in this sort of uh, work for yourself. Sure. Well, for me, you know, um, I, I'm I'm an immigrant to this country, although in the part of the country where I live is called California, and that used to be Mexican land. And so it's hard to call me an immigrant when I'm an immigrant in my own land. Uh, it was land that was stolen during my grandmother's grandmother's time uh, in 1848. So it wasn't that long ago during my grandmother's grandmother's time that this land was stolen. And so I came to this country, quote-unquote undocumented, called an illegal alien, called a wetback, to the streets of South Central Los Angeles, and I got introduced to gangs, and I heard about Florencia Sur 13, about Bloods and Crips. And so all my homies grew up in it. And for me, I didn't bang myself, um, but I, was, I, I saw what was happening in the streets, and you had to take sides in order to survive. I was, however, involved in a lot of criminal activity, whether it's like, you know, the acquisition of cars, the breaking into warehouses, and I paid my time for all of that, so now I can speak on it freely. But as I was seeing so many people die, they were dying for a blue rag or a red rag, and it's no coincidence that both colors are in the U.S. flag. And what we started to realize is that we've been set up, and that we, like Malcolm X used to say, we've been had and we've been took. And once we realized that, we decided we needed to do something about it. And so that's kind of how the beginnings of Homies Empowerment developed. Now, we're, this isn't this isn't something totally new. We have our forefathers who started Homeboy Industries in Los Angeles, California. Uh, you were talking to me earlier off the air about a group in Milwaukee called Homie. There's another group called Homies Unidos that works with Sumara Salvatrucha. There's a there's a, another organization called Varios Unidos or United Neighborhoods. And so we're not doing anything new. But I think the only lens that's a little different is we're not asking young kids to leave gangs. We're asking them to transform gangs. We're asking them, if you're going to claim the block, own the block. And that's, you know, whether it's the recycling of the black and brown dollar and really take ownership of your neighborhood and the conditions in your neighborhood so that you become a protector and not a violator of your neighborhood. So um, can, we, can we talk about the book? Sure, sure. Um, well, you know, the the first book that I wrote is called Revenge of the Illegal Alien. Um, and the reason I wrote that is because I grew up feeling like an illegal alien, feeling like a wetback. My mom was deported three different times. I remember being 11 years old in this country, and I came home from school, and mom's wasn't there. And then the next day came, and mom's wasn't there. And I found out that she had been deported. I didn't see her for three months. I didn't know everything she went through at the border to try to come back to her own ancestral country. So the first book that I wrote was when I finally found my voice and I said, you know what, I'm nobody's wetback. I'm nobody's illegal alien. But if that's the term 
that Fox News or somebody else is going to use on my people, well, here it comes. Here comes the revenge of the illegal alien. So it's a book of poetry. It's a book of, of uh, short stories and anecdotes. But really, I'm not asking for citizenship. It's about demanding reparations because this is indigenous. This is Mexican land, Mexica land, Aztec land that has been stolen. And so many of the country's movement around immigrant rights is begging this country and this government for citizenship. Nah, I don't want citizenship. We demand reparations. And so that's what the first book is about. The second book that I wrote is called Bang for Freedom, and it's specifically written to young homies that are caught up in the streets that hate to read. They say that if you want to hide some history from black and brown people, put it in a book because our young people are not going to read. So what I decided to do was write a book that was written for the homies in a street language. There is some cursing. There is some heavy things that are going on, but it's to give them their real history, their sense of self, that they come from a a, a nation of warriors, not soldiers, because soldiers follow orders. But warriors is part of our blood, whether we are from Egypt, whether we are from Central America, we have warrior blood and warrior spirit, and that's kind of what that book talks about. That's heavy stuff right there. So um, just break it down right quick and let them know how they can find out more information about the book and um, yourself as well. Sure. Well, you know, the the book is a complete labor of love. It's completely done independent. Um, It's not... You know, Oprah's about to leave her time with ABC, and so, but it was never going to be an Oprah's bestseller because uh, somebody saying revenge of the illegal alien is already attacking the U.S. empire. And so we went straight That's independent. Right. Uh, the only company that picked it up is Amazon. So you can pick it up at Amazon.com. You can also go, there's a website called revengeoftheillegalalien.com. And the same with the book Bang for Freedom. You can pick that up at Amazon. And for us, every time you purchase a book, it allows us to send another book to a political prisoner that's locked up because we have over 2.1 million people in this country that are locked up. Um, the, the film American Violet was brave enough to say that close to 90% of the people locked up in the United States have plea bargained. They've been lied to and told, you know, just go ahead and plead you're guilty, and instead of giving you 30 years, we'll give you 10. And so many of the people in prison have not committed serious crimes but they're put in prison to become labor for the society. So when you purchase a book, we're able to send one to our sisters and brothers that are incarcerated because the first thing that we want to do is free the mind. We know that oh, our minister, Malcolm X, he's freed his mind in prison, and in prison he found freedom not because of U.S. prison but because of his readings and the teachings that he was studying. So we want to do the same thing for our sisters and brothers that are incarcerated all throughout the United States and all over the world. And we're going to put that up on the uh, blogtalkradio.com slash Viva Fidel right there on the site. So they're going to be able to pick it up right there on the site when they click this episode right here, G. That's the great part about it. So um, tell us about kind of some of the things that you are uh, doing to, you know, make manifest what you're saying as far as getting the youth to um, understand the history and also understand what today means and how they're supposed to be moving um, amongst all of the madness of everything that's going on today. How how do you make that? What's the solutions? What's some of the things and the programs that are working on the ground? Sure. So let's let's call it kind of a recipe for change is that you can have any young educator with a good heart 
decide to work at the rival neighborhoods. And what I mean by that is in Oakland, California, I've chosen to work at two rival high schools, a high school that is predominantly one gang and the, the rival high school that is predominantly the other gang. And I teach the exact same history class, and I do it through the vehicle of after-school programming because we're able to come in a lot easier, say, without credentials or without the limitations that daytime programs have. And we use film because a lot of young people are not ready to get into heavy reading yet. So we look at films. We start with films like American Me and Blood In, Blood Out, and we begin to analyze and deconstruct those films. So if you start teaching history, to people from, from, from whether you're in Milwaukee, whether you're in New York, whether you're in Atlanta, Georgia, wherever you are, if you're working with the two rival neighborhoods but you teach them the same history, you get them to realize that they're not each other's enemy. About three to four to five months later, you make a proposal. You say, what if we sat down and had dinner? And some of them are not going to come, and, but, but some will. There will be those brave ones that will be like, all right, then, try to find a neutral location and for us, it was a local YMCA, and we all we did was fed them. We brought young people together. It was a very heavy situation, but thankfully nobody got killed, nobody got hurt, and it was a very empowering uh, first experience. From there, we continued weekly programming at the rival centers, but also at now the neutral location where they could begin to learn history together. And then we started bringing some role models. We brought them the rapper Immortal Technique, we brought them Chino Excel. We brought them the Nobel Peace Prize winner, Rigoberta Menchu. We brought them the founder of Homeboy Industries, Father Greg Boyle, and different people from the community because young people need to see heroes and sheroes who look just like them who are changing the world, and that's what we've been doing. And we've been blessed to work with the new Brown Berets from Watsonville. They're amazing. And so we're just really, really thankful about the work that's been happening. And it isn't our work. To us, we're connected to the great spirit, and we're really just trying to develop the empowerment of young people to change the conditions in their neighborhood, in their family, on their block, and to themselves so they can change the world. And that's what it do. That's where it happens. That's how it starts. Um, tell us tell us also um, uh, some of your involvement and your organization's involvement. Well, first of all, before we go, before, before we go to that, before we go down, tell people how they can support your organization. What, what kind of support do you need um, for all the things that you're doing? Lo- locally, we always need role models that look just like our young people. So those listeners that are from California that may be tuning in throughout the World Wide Web, we need mentors. We need role models. We need tutors. That's big because we, we're, we're looking at academic success but through a different lens. We're not asking kids to leave the ghetto. We're asking them to get the education they need so they can transform the ghetto. So we need tutors. We need mentors. Um, we don't Right now, we don't have an operating budget, but we don't let – economic deficiencies stop us. Our elders, and we come from generations of freedom fighters for hundreds and thousands of years, so of course funds help, but more than anything, uh, these young people started a day labor breakfast program. If you don't know day laborers, day laborers are the young men and some young women who post up outside of Home Depot and different places pretty much asking and begging for work. And so we need clothing for them. So if you have used blankets, uh, sweaters, jackets, all of them helpful. Yeah, we would love to receive donations of books, primarily of ethnic studies, of African-American history, Latino history, Asian-American, Native American history. So if you have an extra book at home from your college days or a book that you're no longer using it and you wanted to donate, we could definitely use books. 
So all of those things are just really, really helpful to the empowerment of young people. Um, if you feel like you're in Milwaukee or New York or Atlanta, and it gives us an opportunity for kids from Oakland, California, to come out and spend some time with you, learn about what's going on, we would love to do an exchange. All we need is maybe a little bit of support to get to be able to travel, whether it's by van or by airplane or what have you, so that we can have an exchange amongst young people from all over the country. And so all of those things help. Um, of course, if, if you're able to make donations, we accept those as well. All of these things help. But more than anything is why not start this in your neighborhood assist you. I'd love to give away my email, my phone number. If we can assist you in, in Milwaukee and anywhere in the south side of Chicago in, in setting up something like this, that's what we're here to do. So go ahead and do that. Give out your contact information, brother. Sure. They can reach us at homiesempowerment at gmail.com. That's homiesempowerment, one word, at gmail.com. They could also reach us, uh, area code in the Bay Area is 510-776-3740. And any kind of support that we can lend throughout the country, even throughout the world, um, not that we're experts at anything, we're not, but if we can help with anything, especially working with kids that are impacted by gangs, that are involved in gangs, that's what we're here to do. That's what we do. That's um, that's a that's a um, that's a great asset and a resource in the community that that people might sometimes see, but they might not know how to get involved and know what's going on. So it's great to be able to um, share with the people, and we'll make sure that we keep you know uh, any updates floating. Or if you got anything you want us to let our listeners be aware of that y'all got pushing, just make sure you let me know. And and likewise, you know what I mean. If if anybody want to get in touch, you know you can you know. Definitely reaching. So y'all got events and things like that coming up. Tell us about some of the other ways that they can support through coming through some of the upcoming things that y'all got moving. Definitely. Well, just just in the next few weeks, we have a lot going on. Uh, probably throughout the country, y'all may have heard of the murder of Oscar Grant. Oscar Grant was a young man who was mur- murdered here by uh, BART, which is kind of like the the, the train uh, police here in Oakland, California. And so there's a, mo- a small documentary that was made about his life. It's called Operation Small X. We're screening that tomorrow, Wednesday night, here in Oakland, California, at the local YMCA. And then on Sunday, we have an actor who came out in the movie, Selena. He also came out in the movie, La Misión. His name is Ruben Gonzalez. He's amazing. He's donating his time. And he did a one-person uh, play called The Corner USA, La Esquinita USA. He's performing that at a local community center in Berkeley, California, at La Peña. The following Wednesday, on the 12th of January, we have an MC. Um, dance hall, a reggae hip-hop artist named Ross Ceylon, who's going to be performing at Homies Dinners. After that, we have an OG from Oakland, California, who's a pioneer of Latino radio, um, Brother Baca, who's also going to be premiering a documentary about Oakland gangs back in the 1980s called Children of Violence. So there's just a lot that's going on, and if they want to stay connected to us, we are on Facebook. Our young people started something called Homies Empowerment on Facebook, uh, we don't have our own website yet, but they can definitely reach us by email, by phone, or by Facebook. And more than anything, wherever you're listening, if you feel like this kind of programming can help you out, reach out to us because maybe we could take a drive out there. Maybe we could fly out there. We don't request any funding. Uh, if we can help you out in any kind of way to connect you to your local community, to some roots, to some local organizers, and strengthening the ties that we need is the only way we're going to be able to uplift all our peoples. And also, now, I'm listening to you, and I want you to tell my listeners, why is this such an urgency? Well, you know, 
Um, it's an urgency because too many of our people are being killed every single day. Every single day young people are dying, and maybe not in your particular neighborhood, but people are also dying while awake. They're, they're dying of mental slavery. They're, they're, they're caught up in this maze where it's all about the apprentice or all about that, that person uh, winning Monopoly and, and getting and acquiring all the land at the expense of other people. And that's not what a society and a community is all about. These are very urgent times. To me, this is part of the new civil rights movement connected to immigrant rights, connected to civil rights, but it's about young people. And we are throwing away young people, and what we say, oh, well, they're in gangs, it's their fault, they're criminals, they're savages, they got no... They got no knowledge of self, but I'm saying if we empower young people, we empower the nation. And it is true that those are our next leaders, but usually they end up being our next pimps, our next prostitutes, the next person who's going to rob you, the next person who's going to commit a suicide, the next person who's depressed. And we cream the crop that we only send a few of them to college. We only send a few of them to universities. And so, nah, we want to work with the kids that everybody's given up on, that everybody's thrown away, and we know they're genius. And we know they're kings and queens. We just want to polish that diamond in the rough and see their potential and have them live out what they've been called to live for. Every single human being, everybody listening right now was born for a purpose. So it's figuring out what is my purpose. And listen, we're all going to die. But the question is what are you willing to die for is what are you willing to live for. And that, that is urgent. Because when you realize what you're willing to live for, you wake up with a purpose. The depression starts to go away. You start to live by serving others. That's what one of my mentors and elders, uh, Cesar Chavez, may he rest in peace, of the United Farm Workers used to say. And so it's about finding your life's purposes and living it. And when you do that, you live your life a whole different way. Even on them rough days, you're willing to wake up because it matters. Life isn't about the acquisition of just goods or anything like that. Even King Tut had to find out that he wanted to be buried with all his riches. But, like, we can't take that to the next place that we're going. So it ain't about acquiring your brand-new bins. Dead Prez which says, would you rather have a Lexus or justice? Well, I'd rather have justice. You can keep the Lexus. I'd rather walk if I need to. But it's not about acquiring material goods in the society. It's about standing up, about fulfilling your personal legend. Like Paulo Coelho, the man who wrote The Alchemist, said, and about being here to make changes for a new world. And so, what what kind of response have you been getting from your from your peers, from your from your community, from the uh, community abroad? Um, what kind of response do you get from the books and so on and so forth? I want my listeners to really listen. Sure, it's been beautiful because you know to have someone of international stature who's the Nobel Peace Prize winner uh, from Guatemala, Rigoberta Menchu, come and visit us. That was heaven. And to have MCs coming out from New York and New Jersey like Chino Excel and Immortal Technique has been amazing. And then locally, the young people are excited about what's happening. You know, and, and there's there's a lot of great organizations in Oakland, California, that are doing some amazing work. Some of them are called Eastside Arts Alliance, Youth Uprising, Spanish-speaking, and we love what they do. Um, we haven't reached out as much, and that's been our fault to partner with other organizations. We've really just been doing the work, and they've been doing the work. So we want to outreach more to our local community, um, but we've been directly just serving young people and meeting with young people. But I think the next phase of our development is reaching out to more organizations because no one is a savior. No one can do it alone. 
and no one is an island. And as we're learning that, as we're learning that we're not an island, we want to reach out to all of our folks in the Bay Area, throughout California, throughout the nation, throughout the world, and being like, let's link up, let's do this. You might have some haters. You might have some people that don't understand. You might even have folks in positions of power and in the empire that will fight back. But if we're united, I mean, what can stop us? And so um, that's our energy. That's our heartbeat, and we're just organizing. We're on the grind. That's what to do. One more time, shoot out your info for the people, bro. Sure. Well, thank you so much, Fidel, for this opportunity. Uh, my name is Cesar Cruz. I'm part of Homies Empowerment. Uh, my phone number in the Bay Area is area code 510-776-3740. And our email is homiesempowerment, one word, at gmail.com. And lastly, if you have access to Facebook all over the world, just reach us by logging on to Homies Empowerment and add us as a friend, and we'd love to stay in contact with you. That's what I'm saying right there. And that makes a difference, man. We appreciate you shooting out your information and really explaining the organization, taking your time to do that, man. I know the schedule is busy. It's hectic, man. We're proud of you. We salute you for everything you're doing. And, you know, not, not to put it all on your back, but the organization and the unity that's being built. And it's so important, man. It's a lot. We're going to break bread on it. We're going to bring you back on, man, and get some more updates. You know what I mean? So we can really uh, talk about the extended version of, of what it takes because we're dealing with a lot of the same issues out here. And, you know, it's always it's always solutions that can be shared. You understand? So we appreciate your time, brother, once again. And we will be talking to you soon. Appreciate Fidel. And just one thing I want to say to you personally is keep doing what you're doing. There might be days when you're like, why am I doing this? Is anybody really listening? Well, people are listening. And even if it's just one or one million, and I think um, keep, keep waking up in the morning, keep finding your purpose, because we need revolutionaries like yourself on the airwaves, especially at a time where most of the news and most of the airwaves are corporate airwaves where they're selling us infomercials. They call them talk shows, but they're really commercials for their propaganda. So we need folks mm -hmm. like you to step up and to continue to step up and speak, keep speaking the truth. So thank you for what you're doing. Keep doing it. Yes, sir. We appreciate you, brother. That's likewise. And we'll be in touch. Peace. All right. Take care.
reality, reality is art. And this is frontline love, reinforcement for our forces. Somebody gotta step up and become a spokesman for the voiceless. Teach our youth about back before the poison. So they can balance out their choices and see the trap before they step in it. By now we already know how you go out and get it. Don't get offended. See greed, make the smartest motherfucker get stupid. Now rappers like a hustle, they don't even honor the music. Don't be scared to stand strong. Put your thinking cap on and tilt that back. Here, hit this. Don't even trip. Don't even, don't even trip. Right now, right now, through the truthful revelations that we have to deal with and face right in our own home, with our own hearts and right within our own families, right within our own communities, we got to step up and step out to fix some of these situations. In other words, our conversations need some elevation. You know what I'm saying? It's for real. And it might be normal to some, you know, and it might be strange and, and, and unheard of to others. But can you identify your enemy? I mean, really. Can you? What was you sitting here for? Everything happened for a reason. What did you have been for? You got to ask yourself. All across the planet rock, we show love. This survival instinct. We barely get a chance to blink out here. We these lines. Standing up, being a fine, and being a strength, representing generations of intelligence, like that, like that. Praise.